0: is sponsored by better nature tempeh which is a naturally delicious indonesian food made simply from cultured soybeans and water it's beans made better Better Nature makes super tasty tempeh-based foods using only the best nature has to offer. Better Nature
1: Tempeh is packed with protein high in fiber and counts as one of your five a day. Super versatile and quick to cook, you can make Better Nature Tempeh, the heart of your favorite meals from curries to stir fries to salads. Their range includes, for example, organic tempeh, smoky tempeh rashers, and barbecue tempeh bites.
0: I'm obsessed with all, all of them. Um, when you tuck into your tempeh, you're enjoying food that has a low carbon footprint verified by my emissions farm to fork analysis. And you're making a positive impact on people's lives as Better Nature donates 1% of their cells to tackle malnutrition in Indonesia, the home of tempeh, which is just incredible.
1: Yeah, so if you want to try their tempeh and support their cause, grab yourself some tasty tempeh at betternaturetempeh.co. Use code Forking Wellness to get twenty percent off your first order. Hi guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Forking Wellness Podcast. I'm not gonna lie, this is our second attempt at recording this episode because I'm a stupid, dumb idiot and didn't hit record yesterday. So uh, we're here for part two,
0: and we so usually it's completely unscripted and there has been no preparation, but we have our memories from what we spoke about yesterday. And we can hopefully bring it to you even better than we recorded yesterday. Or didn't record yesterday.
1: Didn't record. The problem is, I bet you I'm like none the wiser. Not none the wiser, but I'm like not going to be any more cohesive in my thoughts. And I'll still say like a hundred times and struggle to get my thoughts out as per usual, even though it's literally repeating what I said yesterday. So
0: We'll be fine.
1: (laughs) Anyways, we're talking about plant-based diets and blue zones today which is exciting because mm-hmm. we've never really spoken about blue zones.
0: Yeah and it's a topic I'm a little bit obsessed with.
1: I love that and actually since yesterday's conversation I've become a little bit more obsessed.
0: Awesome so we have some <laughs> more enthusiasm from you today Vary. Yes,
1: to I'm, I'm here so why don't we start with like the definition of a plant-based diet. Uh yeah, for people. because we
0: mentioned yesterday that um not a debate but I feel like a lot of people um, don't know the definition I definitely get messages on my page because I've said before I'm raising Romeo plant-based and a lot of mums question whether or not that's vegan and it technically is not Um, it is just a diet that places priority on plant foods and can have flexibility and include some animal derived products as well whether that be meat fish dairy um yeah
1: yeah, totally. I am Because I feel thrilled. like even
0: your definition is different to mine, because I don't eat meat and you do, yes. but we're both plant based.
1: Yes, exactly. So I'm thrilled to say I am plant based. Um I would say like ninety percent of my diet is plants and then ten percent come from like animal dairy, um, eggs, fish, et cetera. And actually I was thinking about it today because I had like so I had obviously breakfast, lunch, dinner, and I had eggs for breakfast, like a plant, like purely plant lunch. And then um, I had chicken with dinner. And, but I did count how many plant sources I've had today. And I've already had 22 just in one day, um, but like also had animal products. But I feel like it, it's it, to me, that is like the definition of what my version of plant-based is. Like I have a mm-hmm. really wide variety of foods um and it's because I made this one salad dressing that has like literally 10 different plants in it so it was, I was gonna really say, like I
0: actually used to count the amount of plant foods I ate in a day and it would usually be around like 12 to 15 it and was I thought that was loads and you've just said 22 it
1: was it was honestly just because I don't know if you've ever had it but like that green goddess salad that went viral on TikTok from yeah. um baked by Melissa the dressing alone is like shallot garlic basil spinach walnuts well, um I'll, like like literally it goes on and on and so that alone is quite hefty um so that's why. yeah <laughs> but but yeah that's so like for me I did have eggs I did have chicken um I did have cheese as well um but that's my version of plant-based mm.
0: yeah we um like I said Romeo eats very very similar to me probably more diversity than I do but um we still enjoy eggs dairy um well, when I say dairy it's probably just yogurt oh and cheese we, we drink plant milk um and a little bit of fish very little bit of fish
1: has Romeo tried fish or not yet
0: yeah he um he, ate, he liked cod on holiday oh, nice. But he, he seemed to like it in America and he he's, he's not vibing with it in the UK. Um, <laughs> but he doesn't like salmon, which is quite upsetting because I really, really enjoy salmon. But oh, no. I give him flaxseed every day for his omega 3. Got um, it. But yeah, it's so okay. he's not a huge fish lover.
1: It's fine. You can revisit it later in life and he might exactly. like it. Or even if he doesn't, that's totally okay.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, but... Yeah, I think that yeah, like we said, a lot of people get confused about plant-based and vegan and vegan does come like with a lot of other kind of like connotations because I think when people like identify as vegan, first of all, it is like quite a strict way of life and whether that's your decision. Um, but when it when it does come down to it, like some people can include like being more sustainable within that and like there's like debates like can you be vegan and wear leather and can you you know what I mean say, like,
0: like- the products you use the clothes you wear like everything comes into play
1: yeah which is quite stressful like it's a lot of I think you said this yesterday like it's um a high expectation to live up to
0: yeah and it's quite and I feel like when there are a lot of vegans um who will very proudly wear that title vegan and I don't want to like offend anyone but they will be quite effed off if someone says they're vegan when they're not completely abiding yes. by the vegan rules
1: you're like opening yourself up to a lot of criticism yeah. um because everyone's definition is different but I think mm-hmm. that one there's a lot of extremes um and p- people can take it like um really far in kind of like their daily habits and if you align that way and you don't then it's like yeah there's a lot of yes yeah,
0: i don't know i I can't i kind of think fair enough because i think if i adopted you know a strict vegan lifestyle where i literally took everything into play and i was doing it properly and then i saw someone else being like yeah i'm vegan too and then i was like well actually there's a little bit more to it than that like i can (laughs) see where they'd come from
1: (laughs) yeah i just i don't know like i just don't enjoy putting myself within a box or like because then it becomes yeah because then it it also becomes like well what if you wanted to do something different one day then it's like it's not in your control and you don't have that flexibility and to me that's just so important whereas like
0: particularly as health or nutrition professionals as well we don't like to because more comes with that it's kind of like oh you're doing it and you're a nutritionist audition so like that's gospel and that is not at all
1: yeah, definitely. Exactly. And like, what we do works for us. But like, if you guys live different lifestyles than we do, and you're happy, that's fantastic. Like, mm. like, you and I have different, like, completely different eating patterns. Yeah. Um, so but different. They both work for us. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah, and like one's not healthier than the other.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but in terms of plant based food sources, what are your kind of preferred go-tos for like diversity protein things like that
0: I feel like there's obviously a lot of meat alternatives out there but they're actually quite expensive I actually get really put off buying them because they are just so pricey um so I think things like beans chickpeas lentils quinoa like they are your go-to I would say like gold standard foods because they're so cheap they're so nutritious they literally as opposed to like animal proteins come with so much added nutrition like fiber and vitamins and minerals um and they're so versatile
1: yeah I completely agree I think like one of the benefits of having a predominantly plant-based diet is like the fiber um and that you just will hit your daily fiber target with a lot more ease Yeah. If you are just like thinking first, like, oh, how many? And it's, again, it's not like taking things away. Like, oh, I can't eat this because it has this in it. It's just like, oh, what can I add? It's just like, again, always thinking, oh, can I try and add like one or two more plants to this meal? And some meals you'll have none and that's absolutely fine. But just like having that mindful awareness of like, look at the week as a whole. Like, did I get enough plants in and where could I have added more?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, most of the time I'll buy, like, the mixed beans. You love mixed just, beans. Yeah, like, you, you just, like, why not? It adds so much more diversity. Saying that, I do often buy just a plain tin of black beans, though, because they're just Romeo's favorite.
1: <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. You should make them refried black beans. Yeah, so like that. Because then you, like, so I made them recently. Obviously, you can do it without, like, the salt. And can you have onion and garlic? Mm-hmm. Onion, garlic, and, like, a bit of cumin. You don't have to use salt. Um, And you basically take the beans, but, like, with the liquid and, like, the whole can. You don't drain them. And you let it, like, Ah. reduce down. Um, And then you just, like, mash, like, 50% of the beans. Like, you just mash a bit of it. You could also just scoop them out once they reduce and put some in, like, the Nutribullet and then put them back in. And then they just get really, really nice and thick and just, like, pepper, cumin, a bit of seasoning, like garlic powder, garlic, onion, and it's really, really, really good.
0: I'm definitely going to make that for the both of us.
1: Yeah. And you can put like a bit of like mm-hmm. coriander, cilantro, mm-hmm. uh, a bit of lime. It's really, really easy.
0: Yeah. I'm definitely going to do that.
1: Yeah. Highly recommend. But yeah, I think beans are a really good way to get in nutrition. They're high in fiber, they're high in mm-hmm. protein, and like they're really good. You had a stat from yesterday. What was the stat? Because I I'd never heard it before.
0: I was gonna save that for the for the blue zone talk. Oh I'm
1: sorry. Like, I'm jumping ahead.
0: I'll just to keep people listening, we've got a really interesting stat coming up. But just to finish on the plant-based sources, um tofu and tempeh are a firm favorite of mine as well.
1: Yes. On the topic of tempeh, shall we update people on how to cook it properly?
0: Yeah, because Barry has issues. <laughs>
1: So I tried the Better Nature tempeh, um, who's the sponsor of today's episode, and I never made tempeh before. Um, And so I just like didn't cook it properly the first time. Like I cook, I chopped it like really thick and like put it in like a kimchi sauce, which I thought I'd really like, but I like Mm -hmm. pan fried it on like quite high heat and the outside like burned and the inside didn't really get to like cook through um and I absolutely hated it and I was really devastated because I was like this is a great option yeah. um super healthy loaded with protein plant sources like it's such I, a source of protein and everyone seemed to love it so I was like so confused you're like I love tempeh so I was like I'm gonna love tempeh <laughs> and I just like did it wrong but then I had their like barbecue rashers um, which come pre sliced and pre marinated, and then you just like cook them, and I like used um a less heat setting, like a lower heat setting, and they were just so much thinner, and mm-hmm. I guess we're marinating longer
0: but, same,
1: yeah, and they were great, so tip if you're new to eating tempeh, I highly recommend the pre sliced and pre marinated ones just so you can get used to like how it's supposed mm-hmm. to be before you go out and venture doing it yourself.
0: This is the thing I feel like with so many different plant foods is that like so many people think they're like weird or boring, but I'm like, you just have to cook and season them properly. Cause like the first time I tried tofu, I literally hated it. I think I had it quite plain. Um, and I was like, literally how do people eat this? Um, but I was like, I've gone plant-based. I really want to like it. Cause it's like such an easy, like form of protein, um, really nutritious. And yeah, I was just not cooking it well enough and now I absolutely love it and you can do so much with it like I feel like again like what you just said about the beans like I feel like so many people be like oh yeah you could actually do that with beans um but I love like I would do quite thin uh, sorry small cubes um I to be fair I normally just buy the plain tempeh because I just like making yeah. like stir fries putting some coconut aminos in different veg spices and it's really yummy like that
1: yeah, I feel like I'll definitely be retrying to make it myself again. Um I probably will use the same marinade that I did before, but I probably just cut it a lot thinner, a lot mm-hmm. smaller, and maybe let it marinate for a bit longer and then don't cook it so high cuz I think the sauce like is what burnt. And then mm-hmm. I like had to take it off the heat, but like the tempeh wasn't cooked through if that makes sense. Yeah. So, I won't cook it as high and cut it a lot smaller.
0: Mm. And I feel like it's like, I feel like quite a few people don't like tofu when they first try it. And tempeh is a very different texture. And I feel like that's more of a popular texture because it's more um, like tofu is very, very soft. Yeah. And is like a little bit harder and I quite like that.
1: Yeah, it's almost like a bit like nuttier and like mm. rainier. Um, very true, yeah where tofu can be a bit squishy. Mm -hmm. Um, But I love both. And now I'm like really glad I figured it out. Um, But yeah, like you said, like I think sometimes all this stuff like can seem a bit like daunting and like trying new foods in general can be daunting, Mm -hmm. um, but it's all about how you cook it and how you season it. And, Yeah, like tonight I made for dinner for Mark and I, like we had a salad and there was like cabbage in it. And he is just like, I don't like cabbage. Like we went to the supermarket today. He's like, I don't know why you're buying cabbage. I'm not going to like the salad. I was like, you will. Trust me. Just like, let me make it and see what you like, see what you think. And then he went back for seconds and had second portion of it. And he was like, no, this is delicious. But it's like, because you have this preconceived idea of like what cabbage is going to taste like. But when you cook it and you flavor it and you, like, use a nice dressing, like, it's, it's all about how you cook it and present it. 100%.
0: This is the thing. Like, Romeo would never sit and eat, like, a stack of spinach leaves. But, like, if I, like, make anything else with spinach in, like, he loves his spinach and banana cookies. And I'm not hiding the spinach. Like, I literally use whole leaves and just cook them in um I admittedly did used to blend it but then I was like I wonder if he'd eat them if I literally just showed him that there's spinach in there and he loves them but he's yeah. not gonna like sit and eat a spinach leaf like I wouldn't do that so
1: <laughs> yeah I might but I know that's not normal yeah, you would. um <laughs> yeah
0: I mean I would but like it wouldn't do it for me do you know what I mean I'd be like no, totally. just like a nothing
1: <laughs> yeah it's not like completely satisfying um yeah. <laughs> but I definitely do it um I think it's so funny how like with children and babies you can like mash together the craziest combination and they like love it
0: yeah a hundred percent oh yeah we spoke about this yesterday didn't we yeah I was gonna say like I feel like even like some of my family members like they almost make out that I am mean for like giving certain foods to him because they're like because he he doesn't he hasn't had like sugar yeah he like what
1: age do they introduce like are you allowed they say
0: that you should wait until they're at least over one okay Um, but I'm like that's not gonna do anything for him he's still so little like his insides aren't like completely like uh, you know able to deal with like process added sugars kind of thing I'm like why would I give that to him now he's obviously gonna have them at some point in his childhood but he would actually genuinely have a bowl of berries than like a piece of cake kind of thing so What's, yeah, what's more nutritious for the little baby who relies on me to make all his health decisions for him. Of course, I'm not going to introduce stuff like that. I'll probably have some hate off the back of that comment. But anyway,
1: um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever makes you happy, everyone else can. I'm
0: like, I literally had like the least diverse palate in the entire world growing up. And I'm not saying that's my mum's fault. Um, I was just a very, very fussy eater. And I feel like there were very little tools and resources to deal with fussy eaters back then. Um, and I want to give Romeo what I didn't have, which was a diverse palette. I don't want him being embarrassed when he goes out and he have, he can't find anything he likes to eat because that was me. Um, so, yeah, I give him all sorts of concoctions and nine times out of ten. I mean, he's had so much weird stuff. <laughs> I
1: just think it's so funny. It's like, here's this like spinach, green pea, blueberry, yeah. uh, oat, <laughs> peanut butter, beetroot, like, every cauliflower I don't even know like every combination of food with a bit of yogurt like it's like it's wild
0: (laughs) yeah literally I remember when like I started weaning him and I made up like little ice cubes of like different purees and one was like it was it wasn't weird it was like chickpea red pepper and something else but I actually mixed it into porridge just to make like a savory porridge with some more flavors and my mom was like as if you're giving him that to eat like and I'm like why not yeah
1: he loved it (laughs) Yeah, he loved it. He would he, he ate the whole thing.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's just so funny that babies like yeah, you see it all the time, especially in those like pouches. It's like why why'd you put that in there? Like
0: yeah,
1: like, it's yeah. just like a random thing, but it's funny. <laughs> it helps them, I guess, like be used to different flavor 100%, combination, 100%. Um, yeah. which I guess is is better in the long run. Um, diversity and they're not eating the same things every day and things like Mm -hmm. that yeah I just find it so funny um so yeah wrap up on plant-based before we jump into blue zones um doesn't mean vegan you can still eat meat or fish or dairy or eggs it just means the majority of your food is coming from whole plant-based sources
0: yeah the focus is on plants yeah with flexibility
1: which I feel like is such a nice, like, mental place to view food. Like, I'm going to focus gonna. on plants, but I'm still going to eat everything else.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to, like, put pressure on restriction.
1: Totally. And I'm just going to prioritize this and I can eat anything else I want. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's, like, a healthier, if you are kind of, like, figuring out your relationship with food or um, anything like that. It's definitely, like, um, a safer viewpoint on food i think
0: yeah yeah just like a less like pressure judgment kind of anyway (laughs) we'll wrap up on that um and yeah talk about blue zones so should we just like very briefly discuss what blue zones actually are Um, because i feel like this is even a term that like i don't know i've maybe only known about it for like a few years i didn't i don't think i knew about it when like we first did our nutrition degree
1: um i don't know how recent
0: the research came out but
1: i don't think we ever spoke about it in our degree but no we definitely didn't i don't know i can't actually recall when the first time i learned about it was i don't know if i learned about it in school like in dietetic school i actually don't i have no idea
0: no i i definitely didn't don't recall it in our our degree
1: yeah anyways what is the definition of a blue zone
0: Um, So they're basically these places around the world. I think there's five of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're like specific. um, I think there's one in Greece, um, California, Costa Rica, Japan and Italy, if I remember that correctly. Yeah. Um, They all basically have very um, similar way of living. And they're like the healthiest people in the world, statistically. They live the longest
1: they live the longest right so it's like pockets of communities that have like really long rates of longevity and like low rates of like chronic illness Mm -hmm. um the one in california is interesting i think this is like the seventh day adventist and i did learn about this in university because i remember this Ah. being so weird um not so weird but it was just like a weird thing that like they it's a religious group, but they don't eat meat. So I think they are vegan, like they don't have anything by okay. animal. That that might not be right. I'm so sorry if I'm misspeaking. Um and someone on here is saying like, like she's getting it all wrong. But <laughs> they do they don't eat meat. I don't know if they're strict vegan or not, but they also don't drink.
0: Oh interesting.
1: As a religion. And so as a like a cohort, they have really low rates of chronic illness and really high rates for longevity, mm-hmm. um, which is just like, I don't know, it's quite telling. Into like,
0: <laughs> 100%. So dietary patterns, like all five of these places are predominantly plant-based. Their focus is on whole grains, greens, nuts and beans. I can tell you my really cool stat now. Yeah. Um, so basically, the research suggests that if we eat a portion of beans every single day, we can add, I, I believe it's four to eight years onto our life.
1: Which is wild. I've never heard Mind this Mind blown. This and is crazy. Let's, let's
0: just point out that beans are one of the cheapest thing you can buy in the supermarket.
1: 100%. Like, especially now, like, don't shy away from the canned and tinned, like, food 100%. aisle like you can get per box yeah like per I don't know I'm thinking like per square feet but like mm-hmm. per like I don't it's know yeah, yeah. Like the amount of nutrition that you can get is like insane
0: yeah so this guy I think his name's Dan um I think I follow him or his one of his accounts on Instagram and he a video popped up the other day And he was like, screw all these diets where you're like spending money on collagen or like weight loss supplements or whatever it might be. He's like, get yourself to the supermarket and buy a 50p tin of beans. He was like, that's going to do you way better than any other like weight loss tool on the market.
1: 100%. and they're so diverse like you can do it in so many different ways like you don't even have to know that you're eating beans
0: you really like even i can so easily get beans into ash's diet as well like he's quite fussy and he likes what he likes he, he knows what he likes and he you know he'd happily eat that like all day long um but i can very easily get beans into ash's diet like i put them in fajitas for him or pastas like they're really really wow. easy to add into recipes
1: yeah you know what actually I eat almost like a little bit probably most days because I'm still getting through it Those like crunchy roasted chickpeas I got from Coro. Um,
0: I finished my white chocolate matcha almonds Barry like three weeks ago so <laughs> and they arrived three weeks and three days ago. I think
1: it's harder to get through the the actually that's the true onion. because
0: you can't actually physically put that much in your mouth I find that with like chickpea snacks yeah.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, but actually, I'm I'm going steady on them. So like I'm getting beans every day, not the most diverse things. I'm having the same type <laughs> every day. But really good tip. Like if you have an air fryer or just pop them in the mm. oven, like dry roast some chickpeas. They are delicious and are a really good snack, high fiber, high protein. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a really big fan also I made tomato soup last week and I put two tins of cannellini beans and just mm. like blended it you couldn't even like texture wise couldn't even make tell a difference and now you have a soup that's like an actual meal as opposed high to high
0: protein extra one of your plant food slash five day yeah
1: yeah exactly um so yeah it's so easy to add beans I can't believe it's... Mm. why do you think that is
0: I think they're just they're so rich in nutrition
1: yeah if
0: you think about it above all other proteins they probably carry the most diverse range of like vitamins and minerals they're also very very high in fiber which we know is very good for overall health um and yeah
1: wild eat your beans
0: eat your beans
1: you take anything away from this episode. literally
0: if you take anything and then the second thing you need to take away is eat more nuts as well unless you have a nut allergy because um they add two to four years to, onto that as well
1: It's very very interesting so these areas around the world um that are considered blue zones they do have high diets rich in nuts as well as beans interesting yeah. and greens you
0: said yeah, greens and then whole grains as well. Oh, and potatoes and sweet potatoes as well. I remember reading that because I was like, oh, all those people who are like anti-carbs and like, well, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, whole grains and sweet potatoes. And also just like I feel like, especially like in Greece and Italy, like it's also like really good sources of like fats, like olive oils and olives yes. and like um, just it, it doesn't cut anything out. It's just That's like the getting it's- really good quality, like healthy fat.
0: this is like another thing to note about these people is that they're they're not thinking about diet necessarily or let's say weight they're not thinking about weight they're literally just thinking about health like all this research is health focused it's yeah they don't even talk about like these people's bmis
1: exactly do you think these communities around the world also eat a bit more farm to table as opposed like they're eating like local i'm sure
0: it's like more locally sourced as well
1: yeah so less I feel like eating seasonally
0: is so important as well like Mm -hmm. as much as like Romeo and I love our berries I actually haven't brought fresh berries for like months now because they're not in season like I'll always have a bag of frozen but like we really do focus on the seasonal fruits that are in
1: yeah we've spoken about this on loads of podcasts I just Mm -hmm. love seasonal one because they taste so much better I
0: know and I was gonna say like I just feel like I naturally start to crave those foods like I don't (laughs) I really don't fancy a strawberry right now they're like my favorite fruit in the summer and I just not like if you had if you put a bowl of strawberries from like Sainsbury's in front of me I'd be like they don't look like red and juicy all the way through so I'll pass (laughs)
1: totally totally and it's like yeah it's like they don't taste good when they're out of season it's like what's the point it's like I would never eat a mango not in the (sighs) summer
0: or a pineapple
1: yeah those are just like the two worst like you can't (sighs) eat those out of season
0: I could go on a rant about that
1: yeah like when you get a bad one and it's like oh it's so hard like and hard like white food.
0: pineapple is like
1: awful eat seasonally I totally yeah. and I think that these areas around the world they do they they have less processed food they're more reliant on like the um food around them which is also really great in terms of like mindful eating they're cultures that cook from scratch. Mm -hmm. They use locally sourced ingredients and cooking is like a central pillar to their culture. So like sitting down for meals, people aren't kind of like eating on the go as much. They really are just like enjoying their food mindfully. And it's a social thing as well, um, which I think plays in so much into like our overall health, like seeing food as like part of like nourishment, but also like enjoying it with others
0: yeah they're very social people actually and even in terms of like their movement and exercise um this guy this researcher dan makes such a point of um this is not me bashing anyone that has like a 9 to 5 desk job and gets their hour hit workout in before that day but he's like basically the research suggests it's probably more beneficial to be moving throughout the day whether that be like a couple walks or you know just doing something on your lunch break to break up the day as opposed to you know sitting at your desk all day and then going to the gym at like seven o'clock at night and doing this like crazy HIT workout like is that yeah. really that beneficial when you've literally just been sitting at your desk all day or should you maybe have done like I don't know even maybe consider doing like more exercise snacking and doing 10 minutes before you go in and then something at your lunch break and then maybe just like a stretch at the end of the day or something
1: totally as someone who does like work a desk job I First of all, I don't really commute because I don't really have an office, but sometimes I'll go to like a co-working space. Like there are so many ways that you can like get off a two-stop earlier, a bus Mm -hmm. stop, or like park a bit further away, walk a bit, take a walking lunch break, see if someone can take a walking one-to-one meeting as opposed to like being on camera. Like there are ways that you can implement movement throughout the day. You just have to think about it a bit more strategically. But as someone who does work like a sedentary like – nine to six job like it is possible um I also like use my kitchen counter so I stand and then sit on the stool and then stand as opposed to just like sitting all day I feel like that helps with my back and like movement and stuff
0: I'm actually so impressed that you actually do that oh really because I feel like you actually really enjoy sitting down all day
1: oh yeah I do but like then (laughs) I like actually am in pain Like
0: yeah, it's like like I am such like a busybody in the sense that like even I've been sat here for what like half an hour and my legs are like getting really irritable. Like I just don't enjoy sitting down for long periods of time. Like a plane ride is my worst nightmare.
1: Oh no, like I I love it. I love being horizontal. Like I could do it all day. I just like I don't feel good doing it. If that makes sense, like. I don't feel good doing it for extended periods of time for every day of the week. Like, No, I'm yeah, very
0: impressed that you do that.
1: Things. I mean, it's not a choice. I have to, or else I'm a cripple. So. Yeah. You just <laughs> like, made me because we crazy.
0: you we, you made that comment a few weeks ago. It was actually on the retreat when I was like, I love going out for my walks. Like, even when it's like pouring of rain outside, like I'll still make such an effort to go outside. And Barry was like looking at me. She's like, Why? She's like, It's raining. Like, why would you? It's go raining.
1: Out for? <laughs> yeah. No. Like that's like it's raining. Take a nap. Like. <laughs> i like thankfully i just have a dog who doesn't require exercise and hates the rain as much as i do yeah, so yeah. like we just like we're not we're sedentary during the winter <laughs> um but back to the blue zones that yeah like they they prioritize daily movement as opposed mm-hmm. to like intense exercise like they make movement part of their daily routine
0: yeah And I think everything, like, life is very much like... I don't know if I enjoy the word moderation, because I just feel like it's got so lost in translation over the years. But um, they use the word moderation, because even things like alcohol, like, they do enjoy alcohol occasionally, but it's all very, like you said, social, like, in moderation. It's not, like, binge drinking. It's not heavy spirits. I think, actually, the research states that it's more um, occasional glass of red wine that they enjoy. And then a lot of tea... Water and coffee, coffee, which we love to yeah.
1: know. <laughs> yeah, love a diet of mindful red wine, coffee, tea, and water. Fantastic, and yeah, obviously red wine has antioxidants from the Reservatol, uh so that makes sense. But yeah, I don't think they're like Western culture binge drinking like no. with their friends like on a night out. And
0: like, and again, it's probably like wine from the local vineyard, isn't it? Like <laughs>
1: totally, it's like definitely like organic wine. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's probably like straight from like the little bowl that they mash up the grapes (laughs) yeah
1: which is like great i'd love to be able to live more like farm to table like that um i think it's fantastic and the other thing is i'm pretty sure a lot of these um blue zones also have like high uh consumption of fermented foods so like yogurt or kefir like cultured foods sauerkraut kimchi um, miso, things like that. Like, there's there's quite a lot of fermented foods, so they really are inadvertently looking after their guts as well. Like, I don't think these cult- these like pockets of people are being like, we're gonna be looking after our guts. They just live in a way that like yeah. really does take care of their minds and their bodies. You know, they're prioritizing plants, nuts, um, vegetables, whole grains, beans. They're moving. They're not binge drinking. I doubt they're smoking like i'm sure that they no, don't have yeah. like high smoke rates um and they're probably very inclusive
0: of like feel good things
1: isn't it yeah
0: there was also some research on their sleep as well and they they i mean i say they sleep better like that could mean a whole you know range of things because what is good sleep kind of thing but um their sleep quality was good and i think it was on average seven hours Oh, nice. Um, which is actually a little bit less than I think the research in general says. That's eight, isn't it? Um,
1: eight is like recommended, but on a population, what do you think the UK gets?
0: Oh, oh God, I wouldn't have a clue. I mean, I think it's seven to nine, isn't it? That like, seven to nine is like the recommended, the sweet spot. Yeah. Um, but that when when I've like done research on the whole sleep thing and listened to sleep experts. There are some people who perform optimally on six hours and some people oh, are more 10 hour people. I'm 100%. I am eight hours and done. I do not need to be in bed for longer than that. But I, I do like my eight hours. Yeah, I
1: think I'm one of those people who can thrive on a lot less sleep than others. Like mm-hmm. either I can thrive on a lot less or Mark needs so much fucking more sleep than normal. <laughs> but like we are on like different schedules. Like, Yeah, you're very I-
0: your sleep, aren't
1: you? Yeah, I'm an early to bed, early to rise kind of girl, but also like if I, like, for example, like we went on holiday two weeks ago and our flight was at six in the morning. So we had to be at Gatwick at four. So we had to get an Uber at like 3.30. Now we went to bed at normal time, probably like 10.30 and woke up at three because we had to be in the Uber by 3.30. I didn't need a nap for the rest of the day. Like I, I wouldn't
0: didn't, have napped.
1: Like I'm not a napper. Me neither. But Mark, when we got to Spain, he needed to like nap oh, on yeah, the and that. like nap. And like I was fine. I stayed up, and then I just had a full night's sleep the next night. Like I didn't yeah. need. But like I don't know. I just like it was fine. Like it wasn't a big deal to me. But like again, it was like in isolation. That was one night. I couldn't do that all the time. But um <laughs> like Mark, like couldn't cope. So I don't know, maybe yeah, I do I, um, less sleep.
0: Yeah, maybe this is why the women are the ones that have the babies. <laughs> yeah.
1: Thanks, God. Yeah. Cheers.
0: Yeah, literally. I mean, I know I can survive on less sleep than that because I'm here today, but I can tell you <laughs> I was a complete psycho.
1: <laughs> I'm here to tell the tale that literally. I did survive, but it was really close.
0: <laughs> it was, yeah, it was close.
1: It's not something I look forward to. Um but some I yeah. mean some
0: babies sleep.
1: Some. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um but yeah, I think like what the, the thing that I can take away from the blue zones is that a predominantly plant based diet and look those mm-hmm. areas they do consume meats, especially like Italy, Greece, Japan, like we know they have like more mediterranean style and when i mean mediterranean style i'm not saying like they eat a mediterranean cuisine in japan but they have like mm-hmm. oily fish and you know vegetables and whole grains um and things like that and you know being daily like mo- taking daily movement and not binge drinking sleeping mm-hmm. and being social like
0: Do you know what that sounds quite similar to my life right now so hopefully i am on the path. <laughs> nice long path to longevity <laughs> keep
1: eating your beans keep eating your nuts Literally. um and yeah try your tempeh if anyone's yes. listening um and yeah i think it's one of those things that we can we make it so complicated for ourselves yeah.
0: and i hope like, know- everyone can take away from this episode how easy it can be to implement really small changes that have really big impacts
1: yeah and look you could still have your cake and your treats and whatever you want like I trust me like I think people have an idea of that I eat probably a lot like I'm using air quotes like healthier than I do but like like like, don't get me wrong like we eat like I had a whole bag of sour patch watermelons yesterday like
0: I I brought a box of chocolates for Ash and I tonight because we normally share a whole box he didn't want his half so I've had a whole box chocolates myself tonight exactly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I do. it's actually not sitting that well but
1: <laughs> and sometimes it just won't And sometimes it'll feel really good and that's not on life um but yeah I just think like you can still do a majority of these healthier habits and like you don't have to cut the other stuff out no. like it, it's it's about balance and things 100 percent so, yeah, so that's it. So, everyone eat your, your nuts and beans.
0: Go out and buy a tin of beans first thing.
1: Yeah, take a picture, tag us.
0: Yeah, yeah, literally.
1: <laughs> Amazing. We will talk to you guys next week.
0: Bye.